What up, what up, what up, Bars Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Dropping Bars Podcast. I am your host, Kimron Korean, and I have with me today uh, Mr. Perry Douglas. You'll be remember Mr. Perry Douglas from previous episodes of the Dropping Bars Podcast. And today we are gonna be we, we, we're gonna be having a, a conversation about um, artificial intelligence and all uh I know that many of you may have seen uh, a lot of the issues. You've been watching the news, been watching TV, been on social media. You would have seen all these talks about uh, AI. You know, uh, Chat GPT is the is is the is the big the big dog in artificial intelligence right now. There are many more artificial intelligence tools that are out there uh, that can be used, whether it's in your business, any any kind of organization, even in your personal life. Um, however, we we're gonna take a, a, a holistic and deep um look at artificial intelligence now um harry douglas uh as we as we as we jump in i yeah. know that ai didn't just come from anywhere and when i look at ai here we talk about artificial intelligence because if you remember from the last episode mm-hmm. you will know that um uh perry has a book um and his book is focused on a different type of ai which is applied intelligence which we're going to talk about in, in a little bit as well so uh Artificial intelligence didn't just come from 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 from, from nowhere. There has been an evolution, a technological evolution, um, to get us to this point. Uh, I want you to talk to me about the, the the historical context of the evolution of technology to the place where we are today. All right. So, anyways, thank you very much. Um, you know, it's been a bit of a a whirlwind in the last few days um, with you know this gentleman coming out and saying um that he's leaving google because of he's of the dangers he's the god they call him the godfather of um of ai but he's he's saying he's leaving google because you know it um ai is becoming a little bit dangerous right um but so i looked at this thing and what i want to give people first before we go into ai is an understanding of history and technology right because i think if you if you could understand the history of technology the history of economics history of the world you could see um that ai is just another major technology that is going to change things and you're going to be able to see how you fit in it's 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 a major mind-blowing technology but at the same time it still is um you know the technology so when you go back in history, let's start with the agriculture. Let's start 2,000 years ago. So, you know, 2,000 years ago, and even more than 2,000 years ago, right, when, when you know, we, we moved to, from hunter-gatherers, you know, to more sedentary societies, three, four, five thousand 5,000 years ago, civilizations. The only way we could have done that is through technology tools to farm. So we so we had to farm because in in the hunter gatherer days, um, when you know you 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 know you go grab your food and you pick stuff from trees, you couldn't survive like that. So in order to survive, in order for communities and societies to grow, we, we had to be domesticated and we had to have set in there societies where you can farm and people can get people can be fed. Now that you know what how that happened was tools, from the simple hole. And then you move forward in life, the, the the horse pulling the hole. So the technology of farming allowed societies to expand. 
right? Because we, we because you couldn't do anything if you couldn't feed yourself. And then let's let's just fast forward to the agricultural revolutions. You know, a few centuries, uh, many centuries ago, we had more technology, domesticated animals, all those type of things. Let's just quickly jump to the industrial revolutions. The the in the twentieth in the twentieth nineteenth eighteenth century, all those things. Those those revolutions was a major displacement of people because mm -hmm. what it, it well not a major displacement of people what it did it moved people from you know um, you know more rural areas into more urban areas right because now it created jobs for people so what it actually did you know um, the industrial revolution created wealth because the people who could now you know create companies create assembly line do all those things will be able to create wealth and move people from more of the rural areas to the, to the more urban areas, the more cities. And for example, you know, where the big industrial revolution took place was in, in the, in Britain. So that's what sort of created the city of London. So technology at that point in time, the industrial revolution changed the world because people could manufacture things and create wealth. And fundamentally as it relates to black people, if you want, if you if you recall, colonization that whole function of it, they they you know slavery the colonization they were to you know take the raw materials from the Caribbean example and then they would use the machines that they have in the UK and places like that to manufacture and trade and commerce. So we were left in the Caribbean from a perspective of just people given free resources and then the city of London and places like that would take those raw resources through industrial through an industrial revolution process manufacture create create extraordinary extraordinary wealth okay so history or technology has always been a changer so you know if we, if we go through you know the electronic revolutions in the 60s and 70s with with the asian tigers or whatnot the internet um all of that changed the internet changed banking you always have to go into the banks in order to, you know, change a check and do this. I don't know when was the last time I've been in the bank. The, the mm -hmm. online banking over the last, I mean, 10, 20 years has changed a lot of things, cost jobs. Now, all we are experiencing is a revolution in intelligence, where intelligence could do some of the mundane things that, you know, at a much cheaper cost to the, to the, to the organization, the company or whatnot. So industrial revolution is just hyperspeed, okay, in order to do tasks, program to do tasks. So for example, you know, it, you know, if you're calling on the phone, if you're calling online banking or whatnot, you're asking all these questions, you're asking all these prompts, you don't need, maybe back then, let's say you need a thousand people on the phone, but maybe you only need a hundred now, right? Because you can, you can use technology. So as, as technology gets more intelligent, it will definitely replace people's jobs. So I want people to, from a, from a, I'll just write it down, but from a perspective of, from a historical perspective, technology has always been an agent of change. And those of us who, 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 um, who can thrive through technology are the ones who understand um, technology and how to position themselves with technology so they can use it to enhance their value as opposed to being afraid of it in terms of taking away jobs, that type of thing. Yeah, so, because that's what. Yeah, it was important to understand the history of it. Yeah, we, we need to because that's one of the things. Because uh, we, we're seeing a lot, a lot of conversation happening around this this new 
a technology now, artificial intelligence, but not realizing that, okay, while there is opportunity to, wh wh why are we going to have uh, uh, jobs being displaced and jobs being taken away? We also are going to see uh, all like new jobs pretty much being created as a result of this, because like you rightly stated, whenever we had uh, a technological change, we had job displacement in one area and job creation in another area. Let's take a look at you. You spoke about farming. Right when the track when the tractors came, the guys who were working on the farms, they were like, "Oh my God, the tractors is here! They're gonna take our jobs." But then, but then that what the, the efficiencies from the tractor created new industries that created new jobs in other areas. So, so I, I, so I do see that there's gonna be new jobs and so being created as a result of that. However, however, uh, we need to be we need to prepare ourselves for the for the jobs that are gonna be created as a result of artificial intelligence. Now, before we start going deeper into into job creation and so. I want yeah. to take a step back a little bit because I know that um so you 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 authored a book called uh uh that that focused on um applied intelligence. So so yeah. so it's 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 another form of AI applied intelligence. Uh so talk to me about any parallels that there are between your applied intelligence and the explosion of artificial intelligence that we're seeing today. Yeah. So uh, apply you know applied in uh, artificial intelligence you know, is simple learn is simple technology that's based on data. So big databases and they're programmed, um, you know, to learn and do tasks, right? So that's a pure technology. Applied intelligence is what I created is essentially a, um, a concept, um, a process. It's a proprietary process. You know, I, you know, I have an equation uh, for it and, and everything like that. But applied intelligence combines the use of artificial intelligence, machine learning, with human intelligence, right? Because, and and what we do by combining the artificial intelligence, we can get information really, really quickly. We can get information really, really fast. We, and, and then that information can be processed by the various algorithms of the engines that are, that are, that are, are within. And then what we do the, the applied intelligence is the application of human intelligence to make the executive decisions that the machine feeds you. So, right. so what we what we do believe and understand that, irrespective of of AI, AI can't do everything, right? AI can't do everything. It's not smarter than humans um, at this point, even though this guy is afraid that it it will get there. So mm. we think. We, we think that we are looking for a society where we can use technology, because technology is just a tool, AI is just a tool. We can use that tool to do things quicker, faster, at a lower cost, be more accurate. And the whole thing about applied intelligence is to focus on factual information. Because what is AI? AI is just data. You have mm -hmm. to process to do particular tasks. So if we can get the data, okay, and apply that data to the problems or the complex problems that we have, okay? But then use human intelligence as the executive decision maker to finalize the strategy or whatnot. That's really what applied intelligence is. So it's simple. It's applying human intelligence, okay, to complex problems and using the hyperspeed, the, hype, the hyper computing power of artificial intelligence, you know, data science, machine learning, to give the to give the 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 decision maker um, or the person doing the task the best opportunity to get the 
the whole the, the best outcome possible. That's right. really my applied intelligence is. So I'm I'm getting the sense then that we spoke about uh, that we, we spoke about artificial intelligence um, mm -hmm. is gonna is gonna uh, displace uh, jobs and create new ones. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm getting the sense that um, your applied intelligence can be the competitive advantage that yes. is needed to yes. not be displaced by artificial yeah. intelligence. And you know what? Beautiful, beautiful. Let me take that in for a minute. You broke that down. <laughs> you broke that. You, you should drop the mic, man. Now, oh, what, what, this is not dropping bars. So. Yeah, dropping bars. You're dropping bars. Yeah, but that's exactly it. Because what applied intelligence does, okay, it helps you build strategy, okay, so you can retain and enhance your value. So, for example, one of the things that we are doing now, we are engaged in the process of, of building software for our next stage after my book is we're building software to empower people. Right. Okay. So what the concern now, so let's, let's put it this way. One of the, one of the applications that we're going to have in our software, our applied intelligence software, which is good, which is formally called AP three. Right. So one of the things we're going to have is that looking for reach, look, looking into the Caribbean, the Caribbean right now, has a problem. A, they're way behind in regards to technology and digital transformation. And B, you can't just, everybody wants to talk about digital transformation, digital transformation, but you can't just go and transform the region from this manual state. What are you going to do with all these people? Yeah. Right. We're on an island. What are you, what are you, and then you're going to have bigger problems if you have people unemployed and poverty, those type of things. So what, AP3 does apply to the applied intelligence, you know, software. It empowers people, okay, to build capacity, okay, in order to build transformation. But you know, the, you know, the human, the human is still irreplaceable, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Some jobs that are redundant, okay, are going to are going to be are going to be taken away. But what you said before, quite rightly new jobs better jobs higher paying jobs is going to be is going to show up and the applied intelligence is going to allow you to enhance your value to your employer so for example by you so you would be able to do things quicker faster with more accuracy by using the machine side of 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 a of, of ai or applied intelligence and then you, as the executive decision maker, will make the final decision on strategy. But you can you can feel you can rest assured that the decisions you are making, right, has been processed through real information, real intelligence. So you can pretty much be very, very, very sure. And from a risk management perspective, you know, if you're making decisions based on factual information as opposed to intuition or emotion, okay, you have a greater probability of success. So my, so AP3 software looks to empower real people to make change and put it in their hands. And one of the problems that we have in the Caribbean is that we have become dependent on foreign aid agencies, the UN, all those, uh, all those agencies with the, with the neoliberal agendas yeah. that are telling us what to do, the big consulting firms. Okay the Price Waterhouse and all that. So what is actually happening, okay, 
they have hollowed out government and they've hollowed out businesses because all these all these so-called advisors and consultants who know nothing about the subject matter anyways are coming and telling us what to do. But from an entrepreneurial perspective, all societies have always grown from the bottom up. That means we have to be entrepreneurial. We have to do it ourselves. That's how we create entrepreneurship. That's how we create wealth. So what the the applied intelligence you know proprietary system does, accompanied by this by our by our our, our software uh, in development, it will enable people to do it. Because think about it. What does the big consultants do? They had a control on all the information. So what did they do? They, you know, they would basically go look up the information and come give it to you. Why can't you do it <laughs> yourself? <laughs> they, they look up the information, okay, because they protect it. But now with with chat GPT, open AI, databases or whatnot, you can go get the information you want. You we, we'll be able to you'll be able to customize the prompts. Go get the information you want in order to build the strategy you want. So you're not at a disadvantage because instead of you're cutting out these consultants now because you can get it yourself and you can process strategy yourself and you can be more valuable, be more entrepreneurial to your organization, to your government, to your country. So so, yeah. so AP3 is an empowering piece of software and AI is an empowering um, you know, uh, tool and software also in terms of what we're building out. And that's critical because at the end of the day, you still need uh, a human a person that Correct. is going to that is going to come up with the prompt. You know, somebody somebody needs to enter that that prompt into let's say the artificial intelligence, whether it's ChatGPT or whatever. Yeah. Somebody. So 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 somebody has to think about the strategy, Correct. the approach. Um. Correct. Somebody has 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 to come up with has to be still has to be creative. Yes. Has to, creative. to come up to, to come up with the approach and say, okay, yes. well this this is what we want to do. I'm going to enter that into ChatGPT, and then I have to still take the take the output from ChatGPT and, and match that output to what I want to accomplish. Because as we as we know, uh, the, the AI is programmed by us, by by, by humans, which means that AI have an, an inherent bias based on the person who is, is is training that AI. So which means that the data that we're getting could potentially be biased data, which means that they still need that human element to go in and check the data, make sure it's, it's, it's good to go, it's what you want. Uh, before going out there, so so that so that again creates that need for 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 the for the human element. Now let's talk let's talk strictly now about um, artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. right? Now I have been I have been um, telling some of my my clients I I have a workshop coming up on a, a a social media and AI masterclass where I'll be teaching uh, entrepreneurs, business people, and so how to use artificial intelligence. For this in the social media marketing and just overall marketing marketing strategies to do to create content because most of the AI that I'm going to be focusing on is generating AI, which is which is going to, which is used to create content. So you know, um, writing captions for social media, writing blog posts, and so on and so forth. But AI can be much more, much more than that. Now, uh, while we know that uh, the artificial intelligence like the ChatGPT, your Midjourney, um, uh, whatever other 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 AI uh, that's all there. Um, can be used uh, as generative AI to, to create content. Uh, some people are actually writing ebooks with 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 with, with AI. Um, people are you know writing reports and 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 just do all sorts of things with AI. LinkedIn posts uh, again. Uh, people are writing scripts or videos, uh, press releases. Like there's a plethora of things that you can do with with with, with AI. Yeah. However, 
Um, so that's 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 on one side, and that's and that's a good thing. But mm -hmm. um, but AI is there, there 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 are much more considerations that we have to uh, we have to look at, look at when we're talking about um, artificial intelligence. So um, what would what would you see are some of the things that we need to pay particular attention to, not just looking at the 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 the, the fancy um, sort of uh, what you call the fancy output of okay, well I can write a blog post, uh, one thousand words. AI can do that for me, and I, all I have to do is go and post it. There, there are yep. other there are other parts of um, artificial intelligence that we need to look at. Um, mm -hmm. What what would you see are, are some of the broader considerations surrounding AI, especially well, especially coming from what uh, the the gentleman from Google had to say when he left Google, um, the, the AI team. Now, very good question. But before I ask that question, you you made a good point. I'm not sure if you're aware of making that point. So. The course that you're doing, for example, right? Everybody should probably who wants to who wants to do these things should take to take your sign up for your course, because what you are you are the creative expert. AI can't be you, right? Be so by at first that creative person like yourself have to have to organize people, put them in there. You have to sell them. You have to get them in there, right? Mm -hmm. So that creative strength that you have is going to become more valuable in the future because what you should be focusing on to answer your question is to focus on the things that AI can't do. Yes. Right? So what you're doing, AI can't do, and that's value. So in my book, I have a section called the, the C2 people, C to the power of two, creative co the creative content people. And I give you analysis that in the future, the future of work, the content create this, the creative people are going to be of more value than the technical people. So the people who are maybe the engineers, um, you know, the technicians, um, you know, whoever, um, analysts, you know, stock analysts or whatnot, the machine can do it better and the machine right. can more, more speed with speed at a fraction of the cost. So. The people who are highly specialized, right, their value will go down because AI can simply do it better. A person like yourself, who's, who's the creative content creator, okay, you're going to have value because when you create that content, all you're going to do is just going to go to AI to speed it up and make it better. And be right, better. yeah. So AI becomes super valuable to a person like you and it enhances your value. The exactly. It enhances your value. So the person who is not, who is technical, right? For example, um, I think with radiologists, um, you know, with heart scans and, and, and all that, AI can do it better. So instead of getting, you know, a, an opinion from this doctor, that doctor, the AI is pretty, pretty accurate. So with things like that, you know, less of less humans, because simply as long as AI can do it better. So one of the things though, that people have to worry about is the, but also from a from a danger okay because there's always two sides <laughs> yes exactly like, not that easy if it was if it was that easy we'd all be rich right the other side you have to be careful of is that if everybody has access to the same technology right if everybody has access to chat gpt everybody's gonna everybody's in a competitive space and they and you know blog writers who write about nature for example and they're going to use ai to to write about nature well guess what's going to happen it's going to sound exactly the same as somebody else. 
So you're not going to be able to differentiate yourself. And soon people are going to be, and there's art, they're already developing software to figure this out. Soon people are going to develop, are going to figure out what's synthetic, right? Done by AI or what's real. Okay. So my caution is AI is not going to, the people who understand technology and the value of technology and the content, the creators, the, 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 the creative people, the innovators, the entrepreneurial people, they will do the best in, in, in the future because they have that particular skill, their creativity, and that's worth something. And all they're doing is just using AI. It's a program using AI to maybe speed things up, enhance it. But you will be, it, it, you, we're going to get to a point where they might, it's like, it's like, you know, processed foods, right? Everybody now is like, hey, there's dangers in eating processed food. We want the wholesome, the real, the pure food. So you may get to the point where it'll be marking synthetic <laughs> or pure, like the human, right? Right. So the, spot is, so the sweet spot for applied intelligence is to still have the human, the creative human, okay, and use the machine to do the, to do the grunt work, to do the... You know that type of work. Yeah, the heavy lifting, eh? Yes, exactly, heavy lifting. So, so AI, so our, so my AI applied intelligence is a is a sweet spot and a balance. If you believe that, hey, you're going to use AI, you're going to do this, you're going to no, because if everybody is doing the same thing, it has no value. And I give this, I'm going to give, I give this, um, this uh, analysis all the time. In order for event, for let's look at art. People talk about, oh, AI can paint or whatnot. A Van Gogh can only be a Van Gogh because it's a Van Gogh. It's a human. And and, in, and I wrote an article about this the other day. The value is in the experience of that human and how he sees the world and what he's painted. But if everybody could if everybody could just go chat GPT or, or, or whatever and do a painting, that has no value because everybody could do it. Right. Everybody wants an original. Nobody else can paint like a Van Gogh because of what he brings to the table, whoever, whatever art. So the value is in the originality of it, and there's only one person, and people are buying into the art and the experience. But if you just think you can, oh, I'm going to just use, you know, artificial intelligence to do paint and become a great painter, that's ridiculous because everybody can do it. The, the most important thing in business to understand is what's your value proposition? What's your unique value proposition? If you do not present a unique value proposition to the world, then you have no value. So you have to think about using, you know, artificial intelligence. That's the whole thing about applied intelligence. By using artificial intelligence to as an augmenting of your existing talent and your and your and your and your um your value and your innovative you know innovative self. See, so it's it's not it's not uh again it's not it's not that easy nothing is that easy nothing in life is no free line yeah. no free line yeah. anyway yeah so yeah talk to me no one of the you know, one of your articles that yeah. I, I i read that uh, you, you you spoke about the relationship between ai and race yes and that's a very and that's a very interesting um uh concept that's a, that's a very interesting um uh, principle to look at so, so talk to me about about this this relationship between AI and race, and the and and, and I mean we know that in today's digital landscape, 
the 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 new oil that we're looking at is data or data. Right. One of one of the one of the challenges or one of the problems uh, that people have been um, outlining as it relates to artificial intelligence like ChatGPT is how is our data being protected? Now, Italy had banned ChatGPT for a while because they were not sure how the data was being used and how the, their citizens' data were being protected. Now, sometime last week or whatever, Italy um, allowed ChatGPT uh, to start to start um, operating in, in, in the country again because of some because of some um, some concession that were made by the by, by OpenAI. Uh, just just yesterday, I saw that ChatGPT actually. Um, unleash or, or, or they, they released a, a, a um, it's a, an incognito mode where you can uh, go in and check mark uh, and turn off uh, turn off a, a, a button within 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 the the, 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 the tool um, to tell it okay do not save my data or whatever the case is. So we know that data is the new oil. That's what everybody wants, and we know who has data has the control. Now in your article you made the argument that um, the, the the AI game. And and the people who are invested in AI, so it's, it's there is a there is a, a a power play, it's a play to it's a play to, to to really gather the data, but you also made a comparison between race, yes. and, and and the artificial intelligence. So talk to me about that. Yeah. So <clears throat> thanks for reading that article because I think you're where you're going is where people do not understand what is actually happening. So Hinton, the guy who left Google you know, and talked about the dangers of AI. If you read, and I encourage people to try to get online and read what he's saying or listen to the video of his interviews. What he's saying is that there are humans who are who are writing the algorithms, okay? So there's a human be behind this. So once somebody starts to program, and what AI really is, it's actually, it's machine learning. Yeah, because <clears throat> excuse me, because what happens from and the, the thing is, he says it too. A lot of people don't actually know how it works, <laughs> right? They they put the algorithms together, but they just don't even know the, the math or or actually how it works. That's very true, they, and that's the danger. They don't know how it works, right? So once somebody programs this, okay, and the machine starts to learn, we don't know where the machine itself can take over and make decisions and 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 who knows where it's going because the machine is the base that the machine is coming from the more it learns it still has to have a base so the people that are writing the algorithms are extremely important so this guy has come out of google you know Holyoke and dow saying you know uh, he, he he's he, he created all this stuff but he's leaving because it's dangerous but but people don't know um, a young, um, a black woman, right? Dr. Gerber, I believe, I forgot her first name, but Gerber is her last name, a black woman. She was the, um, she's PhD in data science and, and AI, and she was the um, chief ethical scientist or something like that for Google. And she left Google about four or five years ago. And the reason why she left is because she said Google was essentially writing out black people of existence because if you go in and type into Google successful person, you're going to see a white person, probably a white male, right? So the machine is not being given data objectively. And the machine is that the people who write it have natural biases. 
And those biases seep through in your writing. When you, right. when you read my writing, you know, even though I, I'm scientific, you will notice my biases. You will notice what my positions are, even though it's scientific. The same thing is technology. All technology is, okay, it, 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 it reflects us. It reflects ourselves, right? So the people write, if the, it, I wrote in the article, if all the people writing the, the algorithms are, are white guys in big tech, then that means big tech and white guys are going to control our world. And what that means for black people, and particularly you know people in the Caribbean, is that in in AI, you don't exist now as a black person. You don't exist because there's no balance, there's no diversity, there's no nothing, and that's harmful. So for the machine, the machine starts to run wild. You become irrelevant as a people, right? Because there's nobody there putting in, you know. Hey, somebody has to say, okay, successful black people. Somebody has to program the machine. It could be a black person, white person, Chinese person, or whatnot, tell the machine what to do. But if it's if if the people are writing it, you know, are, are white guys, chances are their biases are gonna seep in. So the big risk right now with 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 AI, if black people are not involved, okay, if black people are not invested in technology, if they're not if entrepreneurs are not trying to build tech companies, we are not gonna be at the table. Right. Okay. And if we're not at the table, we have no influence. And if we have no influence, okay, we have no power. And if we have no power, we become irrelevant. Remember, economics is not a morality play; it's a power play. So we have to be super cognitive. And one of the the Novel Harari, <coughs> one of the big thinkers, um, wrote the other day. You know, data is oil. He wrote about data colonialism. So, for example, we risk. We risk another. We've gone from slavery to colonialism, okay, to where we are now in neo-colonialism, where the likes of the UN and development banks or whatnot control the money and they give it to us and they to develop and they tell us what to do. That's neo-colonialism they control. So now the risk now of everything done, you know, by the, by big tech, we and it's controlling the universe. We now in the Caribbean. We become, you know, data, uh, you know, they, it's colonialism in the sense that they're just telling us what to do. They're directing our lives. They're directing our culture. They're telling us how to behave. What do you think Facebook is, right? Facebook is the predictor, okay? And that's why Facebook, you know, um, you know, searches for likes or whatnot. But who feeds that is key. And one of the big things in elections in the United States, right, AI based on who's controlling that can, you know, Donald Trump pretty much won the election by Putin and, and his guys, you know, um, putting all these negative things out there from Hillary and, and, um, and, and all that kind of stuff. So this is the danger. So if you don't control, or if you don't have a say, or if you don't have a seat at the table in the development of technology, you are going to suffer by it. So we need to first understand this. And we need to to change our mindset to 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 be in areas and professions, okay? And we need to be we need to be teaching our children more. We need to remove a lot of the colonial things that we're teaching, even in universities and whatnot, and try to now teach the things that and the skills and the understanding of technology that that kids are going to need in the future. Because if not, we will be wiped out. We will become irrelevant to the world, and we will go back 
to to uh, which is where we which is what's happening now because the rest of the world is moving mm -hmm. forward build back better and if, if the pandemic didn't tell you in terms of the vaccine right all the western nations got the vaccine and they give and they you know then they will share the vaccines to the south um you know and the vaccines are not good or whatnot it's all man it's all man for well, you know <laughs> right yeah yeah that's 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 what that's what interested that's what interesting look at it because um uh, initially initially I hadn't looked at at the the AI in in that way, and after I look after I read your article, I'm like, oh, well, that's an interesting um, new spin on 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 it. Um, now there is something um, kind of going back to something that we were speaking about before. Uh, no, you you referenced in in one of your articles uh, the five ways to future proof um, yeah. your career in the yeah. in the in the age of AI. Yeah. Um. Uh, I just want to uh, talk about um those 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 ways that uh, yeah. so just anybody who's who's listening. Um. Yeah. So I'm going. So the first one that the first one that you had was, uh, the first one and, and this was a, a Harvard Business Review article. Yes. Uh, the first one spoke about um uh, avoiding uh predictability. Right. Um. So, what 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 what's your what's your what's your initial what's your what's your your take on on on, on that part? How do we how do we how do we use this this concept of avoiding predictability to help us uh, future proof our our career in the age of AI? Yeah. So what we have to understand, right, is that AI is a predicting tool, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't really generate any insights. Think about it. Can't think on its own. It's not human. Okay. So what it generates is whatever has been programmed into it. Okay. So it doesn't generate into it. So the key is it's an aggregating predictor of language based on prompts. So what you put in there, it will predict this is what you're talking about based on prompts. You know, if you you can't take everything AI says as true, because one of the things we do know, it makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah. One of the facts that AI professor at Stanford University basically said AI is the best bullsh bullshitter ever created. <laughs> what it does, it just predicts based on what has been programmed. So if you do not actually know the subject matter, okay, and you listen to everything that, you know, the prompts tell you and, and it comes up with, ChatGPT comes up with, there's a lot of danger in there for you, right? You can end right. up looking very bad. So the whole, point, the whole point is that we still have to, you know, that's the whole thing about applied intelligence. You still have to incorporate human intelligence, mm -hmm. right? Into, into, in, in, into things. So that's, that's really what we have to be careful. So we just have to be careful of not getting carried away. We have to understand truly what AI is. It's an augmenting tool that if you use it properly can enhance your value. Right. And, 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 right. and, but you still have to do work. Right. <laughs> exactly. You have to, yeah. you know, no, the, the 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 next the next tool we had like what honing on your honing on on the skills that AI tries to imitate. Then it speaks about uh, uh just reading reading from the thing here uh double double down on the real world. But the one I really want I, I want to um kind of uh, just just talk to you about or just uh, get you get you get your insights on is the last two, which mm. this one says that this is something that that's that's I mean it's it's personal to me. It speaks mm. about investing in your brand yeah right? uh investing in your brand and and you, you, you said it you said it before you said um 
the people the people who are more the technical kind of task driven people they are the ones that are going to be essentially replaced by ai because they they now become a commodity that ai yes. can replace um so which means that when you when you when you invest in your brand you want to ensure that you are not a commodity that you're not something that ai can just easily replace so 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 talk let's let's talk about that 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 part a little yeah. bit and then i'll ask about talk about the last one yeah so for example let's take yourself so you have a unique so you're in social media but what you bring to the table is your personal brand your experiences your background your race all those things so you have a very unique perspective and you may have a very unique perspective of the type of clients that you want to help or you may have a unique perspective on you know on certain things based on your background so that's the whole point of doubling down on what ai can't do ai can't have human experiences right right so the human experiences and we are social people and people people connect through experiences so what what we're saying here what i'm saying here in the article is do the things that ai tried to imitate do the right. things that are authentic which are human ai can't do that the worst, the big mistake you could make is trying to compete with AI. You can't compete with a machine for process. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> but AI can bring what you bring, right? And I can't bring what you bring and vice versa. You may not be able to bring what I bring. And that's your, that's who you are. Okay. Right. AI can't, can't do that. So if you can bring that to the table, right, and just use AI, you know, again, you know, to just gather factual information, to speed up processes and all that. But you can, you stay in control of your brand and your value, okay, and develop your expertise in your industry. People recognize you, recognize you for that. And still, people want to still deal with people. There isn't any evidence that people want to do, there's certain things people just want to do online and do over the phone or, or whatnot, right? Fine. But there's certain things, technical or whatnot, but there's certain things that people want human experience to chime in and the fact is if if we're dealing with social media if we're dealing with a whole bunch of things human experiences we want we we want that so build on your experiences build on your background and that is your unique value proposition and that is your brand and that brand is your money maker or your career maker your future maker okay because ai can't do that so just do the things that ai tries to imitate yeah, and and you actually the, the 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 last one that it says how to future proof your 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 career in the age of yeah. AI, you pretty much mentioned it as part of the the what you were talking about before when you said, you know, we we need to develop recognized expertise in in, in our industry, uh, yeah. because like like you and you you said that before, you know, at the end of the day, even if the AI gives an output, somebody yeah. has to check it. So you still need to go to the expert and say, hey. Um, yes. So we did this, the AI checked it, but we want to ensure, because like I said, AI can make mistakes. For example, ChatGPT um, only has data up to September Correct. 2021, I believe, right? Yes. So it doesn't have any any new information beyond that. So, and and, and it does tell you, the, 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 the AI does tell you when, when, when you sign up for it, that, hey, this is a, this is an artificial intelligence, you know, language model, whatever, and it's it's it, it that some of the outputs that is going to be given you may or may not be uh correct so you know uh developing that recognized expertise and in, in your industry is another great way to to future proof 
your 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 career. Uh, so again, to everyone, to everyone who's listening, who's thinking, oh, artificial intelligence, EICA is going to take over, it's going to take take over our jobs, we're going to be replaced, or whatever. All is not lost. There, is, you, you can you can use the AI to add value to yourself. But if you want to sit there and, and say, oh well, AI is here to take over, then it, it just might take take over <laughs> from, from you. Like if you decide to sit back and just decide you're gonna let it take over, then it just might take over from you. But it's up to it's up to us uh, to be the ones to, to actually use the AI to supercharge us as 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 individuals, as 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 uh, entrepreneurs, work, employees, whatever whatever we are. So uh uh so Perry, as we come to uh the the the, the close of, of this episode. Um, is there anything else that you want to add as we, as we talk about uh, AI and in this case both uh, artificial intelligence and applied intelligence? Any, any any final thoughts? Yeah, I would just like to you know I just like to say that in the age of fast moving technology, in the age of new concepts, don't just rely on on social media or what trends say or whatnot. Try to do a little bit of research. Try to do a little bit of reading. Try to educate yourself because knowledge is the is the most empowering, empowering thing you can have. Try to learn for yourself. Figure it out for yourself. And understand, okay, understand that if you can understand how to work with AI to enhance your value, that's really what you want to do. But if you're going to live in fear that, oh, my God, AI is going to replace me, I am, you're just society and is gonna is gonna drive you crazy, and one of the things I'm one of the things I'm saying, and even in the Harvard report, and I'll just sort of end with that. I'm just gonna read it from my from my article. It does say that even if AI performs first draft functions, its output still has to be double checked by a trusted and reliable source. That means intelligence, right? So this is the whole thing about applied intelligence, right? Applied intelligence. It still requires human executive decision making, and we believe you can't get away from that, right? You know, we believe you can't get away from that. So uh, that's what I would leave. You know, I would say do your research. You know, do your thinking. Don't live in fear, and and um, you know, and and just you'll roll into the 21st century. You'll roll into this, and you'll make and you'll do very well in, in into it if you're proactive on it. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a great way to wrap up this episode of Dropping Bars. Bars Nation, we were speaking there with Mr. Perry Douglas, author and entrepreneur. Uh, you can check out his new book, Applied Intelligence. So hold on, is the, is the book av- available right now for, for, for purchase? Yes, the book is on Amazon. So you can go on Amazon um, and you just type in my name, Perry C. Douglas, AI Applied Intelligence. And it's there. It's uh, thirty-four fifty Canadian, and I think it's twenty twenty something U.S. Um, if you're in the U.S. or elsewhere. But um, yeah, go on the site. Um, you know, buy the book. A lot of the things that we're talking about now, and that's coming out now, is actually in the book. So I'm saying to okay, myself, great. I'm a little bit ahead of the curve. Master Lawas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. You know what? I like the thing. And I just like to have systems of thinking. So yeah, please go out there, buy the book. Um, you remember, I self-published this book myself. So, you know, everything goes to me. Um, so, you know, that's the way you should do it, right? The technology is available out there. So yeah, the book's available on Amazon. Um, AI Applied Intelligence, a res- Applied Intelligence, a Renaissance in New Thinking for Caribbean Prosperity in the 21st Century. 
So, uh, thank you very much, Perry and Bars Nation. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Dropping Bars. My name is Kimron Korean, and I will see you next week for another episode. Ciao.